ready. Set. Welcome to Ready Said Gamecast, the bi-weekly podcast about video games and sports bowls. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the keeper of the bowls, Darian. Hi, I like to keep bowls. If you had to eat eat out of a sports bowl, which sport would you choose? Tennis. Why? It's the only sport I ever cared about when I was younger. Really? Yeah, I used to play tennis. I was in like tennis lessons and shit. I played basketball. I played football. I was even briefly in wrestling. But the only sport that like I care about watching and stuff is hockey. Like hockey. I like watching hockey in real life. That stuff gets intense. Yeah, I I have I have said it many a time. Hockey is great because at any time it can turn into a fist fight. It's better than boxing because you go to the boxing and you're like, of course they're going to fight. Hockey, it's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! Yeah. You go to a hockey game and they don't fight at all or they could fight like five times. Uh, the whole the whole teams could start fighting each other. It's, it's great. Yeah. Uh, hockey's really cool. Darren, what have you been playing? Um... Terraria and Phasmophobia. Pretty um, pretty cut and dry here. Okay. Nothing crazy or new in either of those things. Uh, I have a number of video games on my list. Uh, I played Destruction All-Stars because that was one of the PlayStation Plus games. I can't say that I enjoy it. It's kind of a... It's a, like smash them up, drive your cars into the other cars, but only in a very particular way that really doesn't feel satisfying in in the the base mode. I think they have like two different modes, but I think I basically just paid the one. And I definitely if I had to pay money for it, I would have been very upset. I would not have I would not have tried this game at all if I had to pay money for it. A fun thing about it was that for some god-awful reason, they decided to opt everybody into voice chat when you joined a match. And so whenever you're playing online, you would just hear these voices of like random kids and, and people talking to you through the mic, uh, going like, oh, I got, how do I get in the car and stuff? And I'm like, turn off your mic. Stop it! And and uh, they they actually uh, recently uh, patched it so that you are not automatically in voice chat because that should never, never be the default. Like, cool. All PS5 controllers come with a microphone. Don't turn it on unless we ask. Never I a agree. good idea. I also decided to try out Hitman 3. Uh, this this seems like the one to get in on. Uh, I went through the tutorial um, where basically the first mission, they kind of take you... It's supposed to be him uh, like training or, or I guess training slash proving himself worthy of being an assassin. And for the first mission, they kind of like step by step like 
walk you through uh, the assassination. And then they put you back in that same situation. Uh, but they say, okay, like, you, you can try killing them other ways and stuff. Um, I managed to kill him, uh, kill the target a second time by poison, like, get, finding some rat poison, uh, slipping it into his drink, and then that caused him to become ill. And then when he ran to the bathroom, I followed him in the bathroom and killed him there. Um, nice. Yeah, so uh, that that's interesting, though. That that was after twenty tries where I just kind of like do stuff and then it went wrong and then I just tried to shoot my way out and it didn't it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, so it's definitely like Hitman Three is a game of patience and like figuring out how to do things slowly and like like each step is like okay how do I proceed from here what's what guy can I take out to put on his outfit to get me one step closer to my target that'll get me like able to take the person out. So what's cool about Hitman 3 is that if you own Hitman 1 or 2 um, not only can you import your uh, progress from those games into Hitman 3 you also unlock that content in Hitman 3. You can like replay those games in hitman 3 all of that is available uh i don't own hitman one or one or two but they have access passes where you can buy like basically unlock that content from one and two in three for like 30 bucks um each uh which like hitman 2 is like still a 60 dollar game full price um, so I, I bought the access pass for Hitman one so I could like play through the story of, of the series in Hitman three. Uh, so I, yeah, I tried to uh, try the first mission there and I, I had not completed it uh, whatsoever. I like, I managed to take out a guy who was like smoking, get into the place and then like from there found other guys to like take out, put on their outfits, get close and close to the target. I literally like got right next to one of the targets because this mission actually has two people you have to take out. But he had like someone who was constantly following him. Oh, so I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this guy. And so I just ended up like, taking out random people i was like well maybe if i get into this fashion person's outfit then then that'll help me in some way or at least be somewhat amusing and i couldn't like figure out how to get that person so i just started taking out random people and eventually got caught um it's interesting it's 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 goofy but it's it's definitely i think a slower methodical game it's not something that you're just going to be able to jump in and and take out the dude and have have easy time I've been playing a little bit more Pathfinder Kingmaker. Mm. I I managed to deal with the first big problem as the uh, regent because I mean I'm it's called Kingmaker, but after you do like the first big mission, uh, the first big quest, you get a regency. You are basically like, hey, here's this stretch of land that you are in control of. Um, but you ain't a king. You're just like 
you just have this land and stuff. You just exist. Yeah. But uh there's there's some cool stuff with it. Like there was like some big decisions that I feel like down the line are going to matter because like as as the regent you have to manage like the threat the internal threats of like, hey, trolls are eating your people. You should probably figure that out. But then also <laughs> um like ev- all all of your neighbors hate each other and so they're like well if you are with this person we're going to kill you and if you're oh. with us then they're going to kill you and if you don't pick a side we're all going to kill you <laughs> um so it's it's kind of uh, interesting of like okay i'm going to deal with my troll problem but then this thing came up when i'm dealing with the trolls that might like help me down the line when I'm probably going to have to fight all the other neighboring uh, kingdoms. Um, but yeah, it's it's honestly I really interesting uh, balance of like D&D and uh, um, like uh, management sim type thing. Uh, the, the problem I have is that like in terms of um, big picture uh regent level problems whenever there's like a regent level problem of like hey traders are in town and they want somebody to like talk to them to see if they you know convince them to stick around you can assign one of your basically one of your party members who represent like the members of your court um to deal with the problem but i always have way more problems to deal with than i have people so I basically have to go like, oh, actually, I'm going to ignore this thing because I'm trying to, like, clean up a temple or whatever. I've got my, my mm-hmm. religious guy deal, deal with this. So I'm like, uh, I guess you get effed. And it's like, I have another cleric in my party. Can't I just, can't he talk to them? No, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I'll be, I'll be curious with the, where the story goes and stuff um there there's actually a sequel coming out i i would like if my save can import uh over but uh that'll that's a cool game that i'm liking so there is a new expansion for final fantasy 14 coming out which i'll very briefly cover uh but that kind of pushed me over the edge to finally start final fantasy 14 um because Yay. because yeah i had been interested since playing 15 because there's like a crossover quest on that i was like oh that that seems cute maybe i'll jump in and and i did and i got my big dude who's like a goliath type guy and uh i basically did the like hey go to the adventure guild and say hi and i did that and i'm like okay i'm gonna log out so that's how far i am Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. I it, I like that. I like that it syncs across uh, platforms so that I can play on PC and then go play on PS5 and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, which I play on PS5, but technically it's the PlayStation 4 version. But I guess the PS5 version will be coming eventually. And uh, also, I've been brief, very briefly playing Stream Raiders which is a kind of interesting game for like Twitch streamers where uh, you 
as the stream host, you are the captain and your viewers can place down units and there's like a campaign that you're uh, going through and, and fighting baddies. Um, if your streamer is listening to this, it it's a, a cool game to do interactions with your chat. Uh, that's, that's about all I can tell you about it. Uh, but that brings us to the news. Welcome to the quick news. Uh, okay. Lego has a program where uh, basically people can create Lego sets and put them up. And if people like them enough, Lego might like make the set uh, for people to buy. Oh, cool. And so somebody did that. Uh, let's see. It was conceived by 24-year-old fan uh, Viv Gran- Granel, and they made a set based on Sonic Mania's Green Hill Zone. Uh, it looks dope AF. Um, yeah, that sounds that looks so cool. Yeah, so this is the first time we are getting a official Sonic the Hedgehog set from Lego uh, via the Lego uh idea program so that's a cool thing uh to look forward to uh god of war will be getting a free playstation 5 upgrade featuring 60 frames a second and 2160p resolution basically it's it's taking like the playstation pro settings where it allowed you to go like hey do you want better graphics or or better frames and basically smashing them together and saying like the PlayStation 5 can do both. Um so uh that is a thing that will be available. Uh also Control also has a PlayStation 5 uh upgrade. Uh it was the PlayStation Plus uh game for this month. Uh so I'm excited to jump back into Control on PlayStation 5, but I'm waiting for my new TV to be able to do that. I don't know if I I mentioned to you or at least on on uh, podcast, I think the last podcast I was excited to get a new TV. I couldn't fit in my car, oh yeah. So I was not able to get it, and now uh, my girlfriend's family might be trying to bring it to us because they have a big, bigger vehicle. We'll see how that goes. Uh, for avatar the last airbender fans we have some video game adjacent news in the sense that it's a tabletop game uh based on avatar the last airbender and Korra, uh coming uh to you in it's planned for february 2022 uh and somewhere out there a very excited teddy chineris thought that it was an mmo and then got very sad uh more Animal Crossing cards are coming, but now with the Hello Kitty crossover cards. Um, these used to be exclusive to Japan, but apparently they're coming to uh, America now. They will release March 26th and will be exclusive to Target. At this time, we don't know if the special villagers that were featured in these cards will be um, added to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, But I believe uh, if you have the cards right now, you can get special posters at Harv's Island, 
though the fact that they're bringing these over to America now, you would assume that they're going to bring that content into New Horizons. It would be weird if they were like, oh yeah, you can buy these cars, but they're not going to do anything in the new game. Mm. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, the Final Fantasy XIV's uh, new expansion, Endwalker, has been revealed. Uh, I don't know enough about Final Fantasy XIV to be able to be like, yeah, and it's doing all this cool stuff. As someone who just exists on Twitter, here's what I've been able to gather. They're getting rid of belts, and they're adding farming, and also there's a new place that you can put a house. They're getting rid of belts? That's what I understand. That seems weird. Maybe nobody likes them. Maybe. Um, so yep. That that is some stuff. If you are into Final Fantasy fourteen, you probably know more about it, and uh, we're not the people for, to be telling you about it. Yep. This brings us to slow news. Uh, I'm <laughs> I am obligated to uh, tell you that I am a Go- GameStop uh investor, stonkholder, stonkholder. I own one share of GameStonk. Uh, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I managed to purchase it at the worst possible time. So as we've covered before, um, Reddit users were basically trying to screw over short sellers by purchasing uh, stocks that short sellers attempted to short. These, The main one was GameStop, but other ones like AMC and... Um, Blackberry uh, were also like uh, targets. I got into AMC for a bit. I was uh, day trading AMC, made about a hundred bucks, and then I'm like, okay, I'm getting out of AMC. I'm gonna get where the real action is. I'm gonna get some GameStop stock. And the second I did, it just started falling. Well, technically, it it was already falling, and then and then my price, uh, my trigger to like buy once it reached a certain low, uh, triggered, and then it just kept going down. <laughs> Um, it is currently, I will look at the price, uh, right now, but, um, it looks like it went up today. Uh, it's been sitting, it, it's actually gone up a little bit, uh, lately. The lowest it's been, uh, lately was about 50 bucks. Um, it's up to 66.50 and it's the weekend right now. Uh, the stocks, uh, prices don't really update over the weekend. But yeah, the big, you know, uh, short squeeze has kind of come crashing down and uh, a lot of people are ending up holding the bag of the, uh, you know, having these stocks that uh, they paid way uh, more for, um, like like myself. Uh, so that's uh, kind of how that story seems to be wrapping up. Um, it It doesn't seem like the people currently holding the stocks are going to end up getting a big payday uh, from the short sellers uh, like they were hoping. You you had to sell earlier to get it, unless unless they're still on the hook. We, we really don't know for sure. They have claimed several times that they are out, but I am not a stock person. Do not listen to me. I'm just uh, sit, telling you what happened. It went from 483 down to about 60 bucks is what it's sitting and uh, people who uh, bought at the higher price are real sad right now. Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming. 
which will be a major overhaul of the uh, trilogy, the Mass Effect 1 through 3, um, including some huge graphical uh, upgrades and also less butt shots. There was there was some scenes which man the camera managed to just kind of be looking at Miranda's ass uh, for part of, um, and and they've uh, apparently uh, turned the camera elsewhere for those particular scenes. Uh, but there are quite a few pictures comparing the old uh, graphics to the new graphics. Uh, obviously, it'll it super increase the speed of the uh, first game. The first Mass Effect is notorious for having extremely large, long elevator rides to kind of hide how long loading times were taken. Uh, but they've uh, optimized that, and obviously systems run faster. Um, but overall, it's it it is a much prettier game uh, now, um, and uh, it looks really cool. Um, the last news story we have for you is Google is shutting down its in-house Stadia game development studios. Uh, now, uh, as we all know, Stadia was Google's game streaming platform and still is. I will specify Google Stadia is not gone. But when they came out with Google Stadia, when they announced Google Stadia, they said, hey, we're also making game studios to make games specifically for Stadia. This is going to be using all of Stadia's features and is going to be something unique to Stadia. You're not going to be able to have this anywhere else. And in in true Google fashion, they got bored of that, I guess, and are now shutting down those studios, um, which very much looks bad for the Stadia itself if they're not so confident in stadia as a streaming platform to continue to make games for it it kind of looks like stadia is not going to be around too much longer itself but uh yep that's what we got for you darian how do you feel about these news stories um you know not many of them even sparked feeling in me I'm excited about the God of War upgrade on PS5, even though I don't have one. Yeah, I, I'm... I like God of War. I don't know if... I don't know if I would uh, jump back in with the upgrade. It, it's probably something that when I get my new TV, uh, that'll be something that I might launch to see like what the difference feels like. But I don't, I don't think I would re- replay it. Uh, not without like something like a DLC to to uh, push me forward. Uh, well, that is all the news for you. But this brings us to the Patreon producer section. Thank you to Aaron C and Dragons Lucas for helping support the show. We are very thankful for your support throughout the years, and uh, I love you. Uh, and that brings us to Darian's favorite part of the podcast. Oh my god, I love that little sound effect. Do you want to be a part of the show? Because you're running out of time. The next episode is the last episode. Go submit your question, comment, or your favorite scent of candle for us to read on the show. Or your favorite memory from Ready, Set, Gamecast. Your favorite? Yes, that one too. That's a good one. 
Um, the only question we have tonight is from Fredo. Or Fredo. I think it's Fredo. Um, they ask, the Mass Effect Collector's Edition won't come with the video game. Do you think the Collector's Editions need to come with the game? If they don't, do you think they should still be called Collector's Editions and not Mass Effect Helmet and Other Stuff Box? Uh, what do you think, Darian? Um, honestly, I think it depends on when the collector's edition is being released. If it's, like, before the game comes out, then I think it's pretty silly for it to not have the game included, because maybe the only version I want to buy is the collector's edition, and, and that way it comes with the game and I'm covered. But, like, if it's after the game's come out and I'm getting it because I'm a hardcore fan, then I'm not really that upset that there's not a game with it, because I've already played the game, probably. And I enjoyed it, so I want the collector's edition. But really, I think it depends on uh, those factors. That's my thoughts. What do you think? So I think in the, the, the digital age, I don't think game, collector's editions need to include the game. Because personally, like I prefer to have my games digitally. And, like, I got the collector's edition of Stardew Valley. I already own Stardew Valley. I want to have it digitally. So I just have an extra copy of Stardew Valley around my house. Obviously, it's the collector's edition came out long after the game. But it's a deal, like, end of the day, I want digital. And so having, the like, all the goodies. Like, I want the goodie. I love, I love like, the physical goodies. Um, I just don't need the, the game on a disc. Uh, so having the collector's edition without the game means I don't have to pay for a game on top of, you know, the the Mass Effect helmet and the patches and the art books and the steel like steel bo- uh steel books I don't care for. Especially like the the steel book inclusion seems the weirdest because like you're not giving me the game, but it also makes sense because then they don't have to come out with like twenty versions of this. Uh, collector's edition because then they don't have to come out with the PlayStation 5 version, the Xbox version and stuff. They can just say, hey, wh- wh- whatever thing you have, here's the box. You like Mass Effect? Here you go. I am honestly chill with it because I'm a, I'm a digital person first and I like collector's editions and not having to like say, oh, I guess I have to have a physical game uh, version of this game because I want the collector's edition is is preferred. Should it still be called the collector's edition? <sighs> That's hard to say because yeah, it's like it's Mass Effect stuff, but it's not like the video game. It's just like Mass Effect stuff box. They, they they maybe should call it something else, but honestly, if they put the game with it, it would be a collector's edition. The only difference is they took the disc out. Yeah, I guess technically it can't be the collector's edition of a game if there is no game. Yeah. There should at least be like a digital code or something, because you're right. In the digital age, we don't have to keep getting the game over and over and over again. Um, I find it very strange that they're doing a steelbook case for... Even not even having the game with it, like that seems really silly to me. Well, I if they include the digital code, then you'd be in kind of the same situation because then you're going to say that you have to be digital now because someone might want to still be physical. Like, 
taking out the game completely doesn't it, it makes it so they're not saying hey you have to be physical or digital you can be whatever you can buy the game however you want and you can if you if you're physical stick it in a cool steel box I really think that they should have two versions of them. There should be a digital collector's edition or a physical collector's edition. And the digital collector's edition shouldn't come with a steelbook case and should be a little bit cheaper. Yeah. By like 10 bucks or something like that. I, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I, I see what you're saying as a person buying, but as them, I could see them going like, Hey, it's easier for us to just make one box. And and put right. it out, put it out regardless, because you know having to make more boxes is going to be more effort on them, going to cost them. Like they have to print two boxes, they have to print, you know, make two things and charge differently. So, um, I could see why they wouldn't want to do that. Sure, but it 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 might make more sense to just call it something else. Like yeah, like just be like Mass Effect helmet and patches and stuff box yeah instead of collector's edition right because edition makes it sound like it is a like the edition of the game that is for the collectors right maybe just drop the word edition and just like collector's box or call it the mass effect collector's edition but with an a like addition yeah it's like an additional thing for you for your your mass effect (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I like that. We yeah, yeah they can do that. Yeah, we solved it. Super simple. <laughs> yeah, not even that different. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little misleading. That's all. Yeah. Well, this is uh, almost the end of the podcast, uh, so we're just gonna sweep up real quick some with with some housekeeping. I'm gonna dust. Okay. Go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful, even though we're ending in one episode. It's fine. <laughs> well, we're we're going to do that in the last show. You know, we're gonna, we we're, have to. We're, we're, we're going to become really powerful in the final show. Yeah, <laughs> We're just this gonna... is our final form. <laughs> We're just gonna like show up to the last <laughs> one and like jacked as fuck. <laughs> um, other last geek stuff you should check out. Uh, if you're sad that this show's ending, uh, just know the Game A Corp is also ending at episode sixty nine. When is that happening? No one knows. Uh, Ready Set Gamecast will be ending at the end of February, uh, so the very next episode will be the last. Uh, Teddy Chineris will be joining us and also Matt will be there Dungeons and Gamers is a cool podcast featuring uh, all the people that have been on Race at Gamecast not including guest stars just hosts T- Teddy's not in there anymore either but he was and, mm, yeah but if you listen to Dungeons and Gamers if you listen to every episode of Dungeons and Gamers you will he- hear Teddy Chineris Teddy will be in there yes <laughs> The show is available on YouTube and podcast services everywhere. So go check that out. Uh, Episode 7 is out now. uh, And uh, new episodes will come out the last Monday of each month. Go to Dungeons Gamers on Twitter uh, to stay up to date. And uh, the DM is uh, naming characters after uh, people who, like, 
tweet about the show or just tweet at her and say, hey, can you make a character that's that's like my D&D character? And she'll probably do it. So you you can do that. Me and the DM, Katie Quixotic of uh, Dungeons & Gamers, uh, did a video discussing D&D stuff, uh, which can be found at youtube.com slash lastgeek. Uh, it is based on a video the cosplayer and D&D player Ginny D did. Uh, and that is the end of the podcast where we ask Darian, where can people find you? Um, Twitter and Twitch um, with the username A Witchy Fairy, A W I T C H Y F A E R I E. I think. Are you are you happy about the choices you made? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Last Geek. Uh, you can follow me at La- uh, Last Geek on Twitter. Uh, Last Geek plays on Twitch. Uh, YouTube.com slash Last Geek. TikTok, talk, TikTok, Last Geek. I have, a, I have an account. Have you ever made one? No. Oh. Should I make one? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You what, can. They're very fun. I don't. I don't. I've know got what, a couple goofy TikToks. I know what I do with it. And um, I definitely posted a TikTok that was like a personal um Snapchat video that I sent, and I just downloaded the video and I posted it on TikTok, and it's um. Possibly me doing substances that are less than legal, and possibly my mom follows me on TikTok and commented on the video and asked me for results. <laughs> that was something that happened. <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I mean, it may or may not have happened. Who knows? Um, yep, that's that's uh, places you can uh, follow uh, and check out, and uh, yeah, check. Uh, stay tuned to the YouTube. Stay tuned to Twitter and Dungeons Gamers for new content. Uh, from from me. Uh, but that brings us to the end of sh- the show, and we will see you one last time in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>